Netflix theme music. Hello out there in the realms of the living. Welcome to Thrones of Game. If you have never called this podcast before, well, let me explain it for you there, friend. Uh, I am BT Calloway. I've watched Game of Thrones from the beginning to end. However, joining me is Elliot J. O'Neill. Elliot is the only man on this planet to have watched Game of Thrones backwards. That's right. With him, we have started with the final episode. We are moving our way back. Elliot, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. I'm full of Chinese food. Yeah, it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. You know what isn't a good feeling? This episode, but we'll get to that. <laughs> this is season seven, episode six, Beyond the Wall. This episode sucks. <laughs> well, not to editorialize, <laughs> and you know, I'm not as experienced as many Game of Thrones watchers, but yeah, man, this episode sucked. Like, I only kind of, uh, I remember the, watching this the first time through and being lukewarm on it, but this time around, no, no, this this is the all is lost moment. We should have known. <laughs> but hey, before we dive into that fully, let's just ask ourselves, what just happened oh man a lot of walking and talking and then we cut to other characters who were sitting and talking yeah and then there's a very big cold action sequence at the end yeah which wasn't wasn't easy to watch during winter because it's like yeah i am cold thanks <laughs> thanks for reminding me yeah this is the one where they just get stuck on a lake for like 10 years and then you watch and then okay it has one upside we'll get to that eventually but let's you know dive into our little bit of questions here uh what do you think was like a standout positive for this what was an mvp for this episode uh okay um i actually really think uh callous face brought it in this one what's his actual name i feel mean calling him uh, callous face. sandor clegane or just the hound the hound okay yeah. i can remember that <laughs> everyone calls him the hound he, he was like you know the the royal family's lap dog slash executioner thing got called the hound i'm not entirely sure why to be perfectly honest mm-hmm but yeah, that's just either that or Sandor Clegane, Clegane if you like. Uh, 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 all right. Well, uh, Sandy Klingon, um, I <laughs> thought he did a very good job in this episode. I thought, you know, I'm trying to say the best in all these conversational moments because I actually didn't know if you were enjoying them or not, but I found this a fucking slog. But, uh, you know, pick out the good parts. I thought uh, Sandy Boy did a lot of heavy lifting. He did. Uh, he had some good back and forth with uh, Tormund Giantsbane, where mm-hmm. they both talk, realize they talk about Brienne of Tarth, and uh, the Hound has some history with her. And uh, oh. well, not not oh history. Uh, they fought, and uh, she- I know. Well, <laughs> I, I found out in the second to yeah. last episode that she hasn't not right. got oh history with anybody. Yeah. No. Um. We. Much like uh, later episodes where we have these big weird reunions which almost have a theme to the reunion, this one has like a reunion of people who screwed each other over. Oh, okay. Because like Jorah Mamon is all like, your father was going to have me kill John. He's like, yep, totes was. And then, uh, was it, Gendry is also talking to the fire dudes, the followers of the Lords of Light, going, you sold me to the Red Woman. She was put leeches on my nude body and shit. And they're like, well, you're not dead. Waka waka. <laughs> oh, quit bitching, you little bitch, and all that, yeah. Yeah, but to really talk about what these guys were talking as they were trudging through the frozen snow, we have to go to our brand new segment, Cock Talk. <laughs> Zip. <laughs> <laughs> we only need a boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they basically walk around. I was like, how do you keep your balls from free- freezing off? And he's all like, oh, you know, walking's good. Fighting's better. Fucking's best. <laughs> you can really build a song out of that. Yeah. Ah, oh, walking's good. Fighting's better. <laughs> fucking's best. <laughs> yeah. It really sings itself. And it's short. I like that. Make a good, like, like uh, Irish thrash song or something. <laughs> Call the Dropkick Murphys. We'll figure something out. Uh, and the other bit I had for this is, uh, you know, again, Tormund and. Uh, Sandor kind of chatting away and Tom being his usual kind of obnoxious but kind of fun self mm. and Sandor the hounds being all I'm grumpy and my face is all melted oh it's the two types of uncle right there <laughs> pretty much wow which one am I going to be in the future <laughs> I mean my face is still intact but this time uh, and yeah uh, 
the hound's all, oh, well, why don't you go suck my dick? And he's like, dick, I don't know this word. It means cock. Dick, I like it. Oh, I bet you do. Ah. Yep. <laughs> See, they're the two types of uncles. They're giving each other a ribbing. They're making <laughs> dick jokes. It's great. It's fun. Ah, but that's all I had for cock talk. Was there any other bits I missed? I can't remember. Well, no, because yeah, we don't even have a nudity segment for this episode no. either. Yeah, I have no notes because there's no nudity. I even drew boobs in my notebook this time. <laughs> Just going to cross them out. That's. Sad. I mean, we had a little bit of chestless Jon Snow, but you know, that thing was cut up and uh, uh, bruised and pale yeah. and cold and there yeah. was no there was nothing sexy about that yeah it's weird they're like trying to stave off his hypothermia so they undress him and leave him shirtless for daenerys to glare at him sexily. <laughs> i did write down uh john bod snowy <laughs> yes mm. uh man i'm gonna point out my like kind of best moments from this is probably all the Arya versus sansa stuff that uh, she was my runner-up for mvp where i was think because i haven't seen this dark side of Arya, and i'm like ooh. it's a little left field but it's also earned she's got this letter that yeah Sansa wrote way back in like season two or something like that under duress but still uh and yeah you kind of think okay maybe this this is you know we know uh little finger enders up all pez dispensed yeah (laughs) but um yeah at this point it was like they're not gonna go no they wouldn't oh shit they might (laughs) I'm gonna remember he's called little finger now as well because like even in this episode the way he's sort of like not bitching, but questioning, airing on bitching, you know, trying to build suspicion, whatever. Oh, yeah, he's, I, t- he's totally part of the mean of girls. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, re- I can associate Littlefinger with him now because, like, I imagine him the whole time just holding a little thing of tea with his little pinky up. As, <laughs> you didn't hear it from me, but... <laughs> but, well, you won't believe who was talking about you behind the lockers the other day. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they have some good dialogue there. Like, um, you know, they've got this whole uh, fear makes people do unfortunate things and so does anger i'll choose anger i was like ooh, nice mm. and then right at the end fucking tiny as hell like four foot uh, five foot four Maisie williams is pretty damn scary in that moment oh do, they're my faces do you like my faces i have faces <laughs> i collect the faces which you also like to see my salad fingers <laughs> <laughs> i must touch this rusty knife <laughs> so are they real faces yeah Okay. To be fair, it's never fully clear how her face shifting thing works exactly. If she has to actually have a physical face to do it, or if she can just copy someone she sees, and it's never fully explained. But there's that air of mystery. It's more, yeah, it's more mysterious than annoying that it's never fully uh, put together. She's basically <laughs> got a Facebook. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, well I, got, I, I got puns covered on this one. Man. <laughs> Sorry, was that? So there, they are faces that she has pulled off her human body, though. presumably. Yeah, okay. Because, I mean, they kind of looked a little fake in this and, like, it was just Sansa's shock at the whole thing. It's like, they don't look real, come on. (laughs) Yeah, but again, you have to appreciate, it's not like there's costume stores available in this world. Uh, I know, but, I mean, aren't there? I saw a a fucking zombie bear. (laughs) All bets are off. (laughs) It's true. That was the other good Zombie bear, that was just dope. (laughs) Yeah, I... I thought they kind of let down the animation on that one a bit actually a little bit but we could see what was going on yes unlike you know the long night where it was muddy as shit and apparently that's our fault Mm. um this one it was clear even though it's snowy as hell and there's the whole confusion because they can't see what's going on we the audience can yeah Mm. sorry before we leave that uh last sansa uh, aria bit i did have to write down the words face off 
Uh, oh. <laughs> she took their faces off. off. As she faced off with Sansa. It's like a double entendre. <laughs> Our entendres have doubled. Oh, there might be an Arya Travolta connection going on here because she's an archer, right? She's going to have plenty of broken arrows, right? Oh, it's a stretch, but I'll take it. But yeah, Zombear just comes out of nowhere and is all molly and stuff. Uh, that's it's a good bit. It was intense. You know? Yeah. Um, it's This is still when this episode had some hope. Like I know it's a slow start uh, with all the back and forth chatting, but uh, you know, this was this was an intense moment, and also it's a good setup for later on when we bring back Zombie Dragon. Yes. So this is the one thing that's gotten me excited for this episode because you know last season I saw uh, Daenerys's dragon collection go from one to two, mm-hmm. and now I've seen it go from two to three. Yep. Oh, she's going to like have nine dragons by the end of this thing, right? Surely that's the way it works. Yeah, characters <laughs> just keep coming back to life for you, man. It's beautiful. <laughs> well, yeah, can't wait to meet all her other dragons. Who knows how many there could be? <laughs> Three? <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a cool like little uh, nod to Jurassic Park moment at the end when Zombie Dragon is activated. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to do the close zoom on the eye and the eye flick over. That's just that's just how you do this. That's yeah. you know visual storytelling. Uh, well, because we have to skip the nudity question. God, just I mean, come on. <laughs> you know, no John Bum Shovey here. <laughs> uh, we'll move on to question four: the violence. Yes, we, we were talking about the zombie. Uh, which was set on fire at the end, so I wrote down Bear Grills. <laughs> Fuck, you're on fire today I with the puns, man. I... So was the bear. Hey. <laughs> um, so another thing with this fight and tying into the White Walker fight is I think there was too much use of close-up to make it sort of seem like they mm. had a handle on this because... Um, you know, yeah. I don't want to get all fucking, oh, there's a million of them and only six of them. How are they possibly winning this fight? You know, because I, I appreciate, like, a good artistic use of that. Mm. as but Like, kung fu movies especially. But I found the aggressive use of close-up was sort of more conveniently trying to get around it. Yeah, there's a bit where, like, they're surround- They're on the middle of the lake. They're surrounded, literally surrounded by zombies. And then when they get swarmed because, you know, a uh, fucking hound was throwing rocks at them and was like, oh, shit, I just told them the lake was frozen. Whoops. Yeah. Uh, they swarm in and John at one point yells, oh, fall back, fall back. It's like, to where? Yeah. You were literally, sur- <laughs> we did an aerial shot. We know you're surrounded. Where are you going? <laughs> and no one listened to that. So why did you leave that scene in? Uh, yeah, it was just, uh, that's, this is the, my, the reason I say this episode really sucks is, First of all, people seem to teleport like crazy. Like, how far away from the wall are they? Because they send Gendry running back on foot, and it feels like he gets there in like an hour. Or maybe it's longer. The passage of time is really unclear. Oh, they apparently <laughs> were waiting overnight. Um, yeah. Yeah, so for the lake to freeze. Like, yeah, those dudes have hypothermia. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. glad they at least killed one of them. Yeah, that's fair. And that was the one who was mauled by a bear and was bleeding. Fair enough. But yeah, yeah they're like, on that, I'd say... <sighs> Send a raven from the wall all the way in the north, all the way down to Dragon's Reach, which is in the south, and then she flies all the way back. I don't know what the time transition is, but, you know, we're, we're told it's roughly, I don't know, 12 to 20 hours mm. just sitting there. And just the, the passage of time there is really unclear. And I said before in the last episode, this is the season where they pretty much seem to teleport. Everyone just gets to where they need to be with no time or transition. It's Yeah, it's really muddy and really awkward, and we do a whole bunch of that... 
yeah, yeah, there's the everything is lost moment. Yep. And uh, that's what I'm going to call this episode. It's the everything is lost moment for this <laughs> series. Because it's all, it's just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so serious at the same time. It's like, ooh, are they going to, ooh, they're nearly nabbed. Oh, they just got saved. Yeah. Ooh. And I had to check again at the timestamp at the end of this to see how long it was. Yeah, an hour 10. Like, this could have been a very mu- a neat hour episode. Like, Yeah, it's just... Ah, and even with that, there's no sense of the passage of time, and yeah, it's it's not great. I was not fully happy with it all. No, <laughs> um, but in other violence, uh, we get a little White Walker skirmish first, and that one's pretty good. It also establishes that if you kill, you know, one of the generals, everyone he turned is going to be destroyed. That's a nice setup for later. Yeah, but I didn't find out where they got the box from. <laughs> no, I mean it's just around someplace. I guess they had it back down in Dragon's Reach. Not not satisfied. <laughs> There's a kind of a neat bit where to transport the zombie, they like impale him on one of the dragon spikes. It was like, mm. oh, that's neat. Do yeah. that. <laughs> Dragons are really good for, you know, doing the shopping like that. You can really yeah, hang your Enviro bags off those spikes pretty well. <laughs> oh, there's so many of them as well. You yeah. just got to watch how you're turning. You're fine. <laughs> um, so yeah, Gendry runs back to the wall and then John, who has a horse and gets back to the wall like seconds after everyone else leaves, is like, Yep. But surely he would have gotten there fast. How far are they? Uh, yeah, his his uncle, what was his uh, name? Bondi. Um, uh, uh, uncle Benjamin I had it down as, but I could be wrong. I'm calling him Uncle Bondi because he was swinging around a fire poi. Like. Uh, we'll get to what I called him in a second because I got, I got a trilogy here. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the most clever thing I could come up because, yeah, he seems like a beachside poi swinging guy. In yeah, but Bondi. he just drops in out of fucking nowhere. I mean, I can't, maybe he's in one of the earlier seasons, but when I saw this bit, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. To be fair, most Game of Thrones fans at least once per episode go, who the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And but, yeah, we after having, you know, the Deus Ex Dragon uh, and now... Uh, yeah, well, that was my name, uh, so we'll just dive right into this. First, we had Deus Ice Machina, where they just suddenly find a lake in the middle of nowhere that's conveniently frozen. Yep. Then we had Dragon X Machina, where the dragon swoops in and saves the day. And then the one that's a bit of a reach is uh, Deus Ex Mesa, where the guy just shows up with a mace and maces everybody. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I mean, it's not perfect, because technically it's a flail. I mean, sorry, technically it's a flail. <laughs> it's not a poi. <laughs> not a poi. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just that's three Deus Ex moments in one goddamn episode. And because everything is just rushed and flowed together and people just zap around to wherever they need to be, it just it ruins so much. Yeah, I, I didn't think about the timeline of John getting back either. Like, yeah, that is is like way too quick given how long it took uh yeah. uh fucking um podrick podrick uh who ran who uh, was... that was gendry so he becomes lord of storms storms and later forest gendry okay okay nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah now podrick is uh, i think he's in winterfell at the moment yeah being the... all magic cocked and stuff <laughs> secretly practicing his singing <laughs> to surprise us later yeah that's true <laughs> uh yeah look i mean when the dragons showed up as well i was hoping the battle sequence would kind of improve but i don't know really didn't for me no i mean if it did give you a nice sense of scale of just how many of these white walkers there are that was neat yeah but um yeah the fact that they've been surrounded for like an entire day by this point it's like surely they're already here but uh, yeah, it, I know. And, like, yeah, they're starting to World War Z up the little ledge as well. And, yeah. Um, and, yeah, the dragon just conveniently just skims across John's hair. Like, yeah, just. No, no like, uh, auxiliary heat at all. No. 
no like little bold patch for Kit Harrington after that. Which quite frankly would have been kind of neat if she saves everyone, but they get singed as fuck for it. That'd be kind of yeah, you know, consequences, man. At least tanned. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be interesting. Cause like you get a dragon fire tan. Be like, <laughs> look pretty good. Not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, a combination of frostbite and burns. You know, these guys should look as fucked up as uh-huh. uh, uh, Houndy. Yeah, well, it is a song of ice and fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey. um, so the thing I did want to talk on is Tyrion is very different in this season uh, compared to the next one where he's just a little bit more of a putz. He's all more, but I believe in the queen where he's this one. He's still himself and he's wise and he's clever, but he does believe in Daenerys, but he's not a total chump yet. I didn't even realize how much I missed this version of Tyrion. Because mm. yeah, he's really great in the final season as the you know the actor is, but the character loses so much. Right. And uh, here he's got that authority. He's basically telling her, no, you can't, you shouldn't do this. It's a bad idea. Or I'm, he even says, you know, I'm trying to think like my family because you need to know, you, you need to know your enemy in order to defeat them. That's what you do. And uh, it's, some, it's some solid advice. I feel like we get a lot of groundwork for, you know... Uh, Dan Brady being the the murderous tyrant she becomes here because she's got him. Um, well, yeah, I did notice some little foreshadowing moments because yeah. of that, and it's like um, heroes do stupid things and kill people, and then they die, and yeah. it's like oh, re- oh right yeah, there, there we are. There. Well, she's also got uh, tell me which war was won without deceit and mass murder. And it's mm. like mm, yeah, you need to do some of that later. Yeah, yeah. You do have a temper, milady. Yeah, he's like, when do I have a temper, you fuck? Yeah. Like, no. Nah, I just wanted him to say, like, like right there. Right. But no, he brings up uh, when you killed the Tarleys, because those are Sam's parents, uh, Sam's dad and brother, who get mentioned oh, yeah. later. Um, yeah, and so, again, I really feel like that was planned to be a much bigger part in the eighth season, but it wasn't, because of reasons. But we'll get on that. Oh, um, uh, no, like, um, these episodes so far make me hate the uh, the eighth <laughs> season a lot more, just in retrospect. Yeah, because you can see how many pieces weren't used. <laughs> yeah, and how little it was built up, and, like, and also, like, you know, I remember when we watched the Dragon Number 2 die, mm-hmm. uh, how impactless that death was, yeah. and this one, I'd say that was one of my killer moments, like, was when, yeah, yeah the White Walker fucking eyeballs him and just freaking ice javelins and his side explodes into fire like it's pierced some kind of fire sack inside i don't know how dragons work <laughs> but, it's, but it's heavy but yeah the atmosphere totally drops out of the music and the soundtrack and mm-hmm. you know everyone around just sort of looks oh fuck <laughs> not a good one <laughs> yeah although in a nitpicky kind of way when he gets that javelin he throws it not at the one that's sitting on the ground waiting for people to get on top of it but at the one that's the harder target that's flying around yeah so either he's trying to show off or he doesn't know an easy target where he sees one <laughs> or this episode is just full of deus ex mm-hmm. but <sighs> uh, and you know another mvp i gotta say the knight's king as well is a interesting a- enemy that just dead-eyed fuck that yeah just seems to do <laughs> yeah that's true he's 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 lets his actions speak for him mm. it's like you know he could make long-winded speeches about uh let's see Aegon Targaryen got quite a bit of fear, quite far on fear, and said he's not like javelin. Yeah, <laughs> you got your speeches. I got my javelins. Did we hear him talk at all? I don't think he ever talks at any point ever. Huh. Yes. Yeah. Interesting enemy. Uh, 
And uh, so I finally just on Dan Brady's good moments. Uh, she's like, you've been thinking about my death quite a lot lately. Hmm? And it's so like, ooh, you are a paranoid psycho, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> so, a lot more a lot more set up than I originally thought on the way through. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're seeing the pieces of this tower being built and then just only to have a... Only after <laughs> I've seen the Jenga. Yeah. <laughs> it, really, it really did Jenga in the end. Really did. But anyway, that's that's that was then, this is now, and the, tomorrow's the future past whatever <laughs> the future past look this is a confusing format but we love it <laughs> so i just wrote down i think the whole bit is just kind of with the on the on the lake is just silly and when it's meant to be suspenseful i just kind of it just looks goofy sometimes and i'm starting to wonder do these zombies just want hugs yeah because there's a couple of times where they dive on someone they're not biting they're clawing or anything it's like ah yeah they're saying ah but it's because they have no tongues. Yeah. <laughs> what they are thinking is, love me. <laughs> Tell me I'm pretty even though I have no skin. <laughs> I'm insecure. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. <laughs> oh. Yeah, poor zombies. Even zombie need love. Mm-hmm. <sighs> poor, poor guys. And then they also get stabbed a bunch and John seriously should have died to hypothermia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Why wasn't um, Flame On Guy, like, pr- at least providing them a little fire sword campfire? How does, like, does he have a fuel limit? Like- yeah, he only does it in the next morning when the dude's dead, and it's like, you, you couldn't have, you know, sparked that up? Yeah. Presumably it's infinite. Yeah, I don't know. Is it like, yeah, a video game or something where he's got magic meter that it's depletes uh, and he needs to, you know, collect more ma- uh, mana? Yeah. D&D rules is a daily. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. How does magic work? I don't know. <laughs> so that dude as well, He's that's Eye Patch dude, right? Eye Patch dude, yeah. He eats shit and dies in the long night. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, they said, like, he's died six times or something yep. already. Yep. Is, is this a thing? Multiple deaths? He's like Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder I had trouble understanding some of the things uh, he said. No, okay, so the dude who died on the lake of hypothermia was like his priest who kept bringing him back to life. Right. So, his cleric, actually. There we are, more D&D. <laughs> um, yeah, and, but now he's gone, so even, you know, uh, the hound even says, you're on your last life, new. No, that's, my, that's my hound, apparently. A little more <laughs> Irish than I remember. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I assumed he's just, like, cat rules in there, that one. Yeah, I mean, he, he keeps getting resurrected because, you know, his god has some purpose for him, which we find out in the long night was to hold a door slightly so Arya could get through. <laughs> and that's why he brought him back to life six times. <laughs> milady. Okay, destiny fulfilled. Bye-bye. <laughs> his job was to milady. <laughs> oh, I didn't catch you laughing a little bit when uh, Brian was all like, my lady, and you like <laughs> that was a fucking lady drinking game right there. Like, she in one sentence she goes, "My lady, you are the lady." Like she actually, I am the lady. <laughs> yeah, back and forth. No, I'm the lady, the real slim lady. All you other <laughs> ladies are just in a yeah. So won't the real my lady please stand up? Boom. <laughs> yeah, they're just nickering on that one. Like, wonder what this is. But it's all the. I bet it's all the ladies. There was just an egregious amount. Like, I know, you know, they are both ladies in their own right, and but they kept reminding each other of that. It was just poorly written. Like, yeah, it's, we get it. Lady, we got, we got, we're good. Thank you. I'll, I'll go back and count that scene. There were fucking 10 <laughs> ladies, I guarantee. I don't doubt it, man. There you go. Okay, new drinking game, ladies. Yep. <laughs> All the drinking ladies. <laughs> Drinks of lady. Yep. 
Man, I think I am out of notes on this one. I do have one, which is just fuck <laughs> after Uncle Benjamin Deus Exes his ass in. But uh, yeah, hey, John freezes to death. I should have, should have. Oh, I said, and now John should freeze to death or be killed to death because he's surrounded and cold. But whatever. And yeah, he goes underwater for fucking I don't know how long. Again, but, passage of time is long in this one. But yeah, from everything I know from any lake documentary thing is, you do not have time when you fall into a no, frozen lake. Especially like that kind of atmosphere. Like that's you, yeah. You've got minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if that flash hypothermia is a thing. Yeah. It's just... Um, and to be submerged for... And with all that fucking layers, like... Yeah, I do like when they're undressing him, they pretty much just crack back his layers, which are frozen through. But mm. even then, he's... Yeah, like I said, he's just, he's still shirtless. It's like, put some blankets on that boy. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, not only that, he's been... <laughs> going through on a horse who also should have probably fucking collapsed. Ah, uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, my last note really is memes. We have a little bit of uh, the night is dark and full of terrors. That pops up here and there. The, the internet likes this slogan, the night is dark and full of spoilers. <laughs> uh, but that is all my things, I think. What about you? Bear with, blue eyes. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Behind bare eyes. Oh, um, during the scene with Dinklage and Dan Brady, they had this little trade-off going, perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> I and did notice that. I really wanted to sync that up with perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure you could do it. Yeah. Um, and my only other note was, yeah, when, uh, uh, fucking, what did I call him before? Houndy, Houndy Mc, Houndface. Um, uh, uh, Sandor Clegane, you had like sardines. Yeah, something. Sa- <laughs> sardines Klingon. <laughs> when he's like just pounding the wine, he's like, no, we got to burn the body. And he's like, pours it over. It's like, wine's not going to help burn. Yeah, maybe it was spirits. We don't know what's in there. Yeah, true. Okay, yeah. whatever. Nitpicky. We'll give him benefit of the doubt, you know. Yeah. Of everything in this, that bothered me the least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, man. So my final question, how did we get here? All right. I think the men just wanted to go for a big, long walk. They were like, you know, those snow-capped mountains, they look very pretty. and <laughs> We're going to get into golden hour with the sunset soon. So, come on, men, let's go for a nice big hike. I, I catch that. So everyone's just standing, the women are all standing around going, lady, no, you're a lady. No, I'm a lady. She's a lady. And they're like, come on, let's go ice fishing or some yeah. shit. God damn. <laughs> All the my ladies, all the my ladies, all the my ladies. We got there, nice. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, that's that's. I reckon that's what happens. Yep. Let's go check it out next time. Until then, that's been Elite Joe O'Neill. Later. I've been BT Calloway, and for now, our watch is ended. <laughs>